Ladies and gentlemen and honored guests, allow me a bridge from the previous panel and uh, from the lunch. We've heard from the previous panel that what we need in Greece is a healthy banking system. We heard as well from, uh, from the Minister of Finance uh, during his speech after lunch that banks is not a concern to him and to, 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 to the government, but a challenge. And he also said that it's not that the banks are missing liquidity to finance uh, the businesses in Greece, is that we don't have enough good stories to, that are financeable uh, by the Greek banking system. As an introduction, and before introducing this distinct panel, probably most of, of, of you know the panelists, which is Artemis Theodoridis, Deputy CEO uh, of, of Alpha Bank. Uh, we have uh, Francesco Drudi from the European Central Bank, Principal Advisor, Nicolas Karamouzis, Chairman of Eurobank Regasias, uh, Julian Petit, Managing Director Goldman Sachs, uh, Group m and Europe, Middle East and Africa, Paul Milonas, CEO of the National Bank of Greece, and Christos Megalou, CEO of the Piraeus P-Bank. After three capitalizations since the outbreak of the crisis, the stress test conducted in, the, in spring 2018 concluded that Greek banks are adequately capitalized. The outflow of bank deposits steadily, if slowly being reversed. Emergency liquidity assistance, the known ELA from the ECB has been drastically reduced. Yet the huge stock of non-performing loans cast a shadow over the banking sector in Greece. And this is also reflected in the poor performance of Greek banks in the stock market in the recent days. The objective to reduce the bank share of NPEs to 50 billion by 2021 appears a gigantic task. But all analysts agree that it's, it's doable within the proper framework and provided confidence is restored. I think we can all agree that valuable time has been lost for a number of reasons, including institutional shortcomings, governance issues, political reservations, and an inability or unwillingness to identify strategic defaulters as opposed to those truly in need of protection. NP is not the biggest, is probably the biggest, but not the only challenge for the banking sector. Technology, new profitable business, and brain drain are some more. But let's hear from the panel a few initial comments four minutes each, their view about the banking system, so the four systemic banks, was their view of the current state and, 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 and the foreseeable future, the view on the foreseeable future of the, of the banking sector in Greece. To hear also from the regulator, Francesco, and hear also from international financial institution. So starting with Artemis. Four minutes, huh? Four minutes. 
I will start with a few positives. Um, the, the institutional framework for bankruptcy, uh, for recoveries by the banks, uh, for liquidations, has improved tremendously in the last few years. As you know, there were no auctions in, in, in Greece for about eight or nine years. Uh, starting March of 2018, uh, auctions are possible. Um, and uh, equally important, the, the bankruptcy laws were in complete disarray and they're not any longer. Because of the um, institutions that, that press towards that direction, there have been a lot of reforms in terms of uh, bankruptcy laws, and therefore now banks are, are able to enforce their collateral. This is the, the positive part. There's another positive is the fact that the economy is finally growing after many years, um, plus unemployment is coming down, plus the, the price of real estate is going up. Uh, it seems that uh, for the year 2018 until now, we have had an increase in real estate prices of about 3%. So at least the, the number of years of decreases is, is now behind us. Now that theoretically should lead us to a rather optimistic scenario. However, and I do think actually that the, the plans that uh, the Greek banks have submitted to the SSM uh, are going to be achieved. However, I think that uh, eventually it will appear that more ambitious uh, targets are going to be set, uh, even if not explicitly, maybe implicitly. And therefore, I do think that uh, uh, the fact that the, the discussion has opened for systemic solutions, like the one that the, the minister discussed uh, an hour earlier at lunch, or like the other one that has been proposed by the Bank of Greece, some kind of systemic solution is going to be necessary. The fact that the discussion has opened in that direction, meaning that uh, uh, all of the constituents, Bank of Greece, the government, the HFSF, are discussing such solutions, I think is a positive. It means that everybody realizes that something more drastic has to happen so that we don't have to go until 2021 to drastically reduce our, our NPEs. Uh, and therefore, eventually, some synthesis is, is going to happen, and I think we're going to have a viable plan. We are not very close to that for the moment, uh, because a lot of approvals have to be taken, but I think it will happen. Uh, a separate comment on, on liquidity. It is a fact that there's a lot of liquidity available for financing new projects. There's not enough demand. Uh, the, the bank's targets on NPLs also imply that there's going to be new healthy lending in, in the next three years. Therefore, we need to find such projects. So the, the liquidity factor is not really a constraint to, to growth at this moment. Let's hope that uh, the investment climate improves a lot and it becomes a constraint. For the moment, it is not a constraint. The constraint is that there are very few uh, investment proposals around. Thank you, Artemi. Moving to Nikos. Shall yes. Keep the regulator. The regulator at the end. This is uh, <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> Let me. Okay. Thank you very much. Appreciate for the invitation. Uh, the, the Greek banking system has recorded enormous progress in recent years. Um, uh, banks have returned to marginally to organic profitability. NPS stock, NPE stock is down by 20 billion euros and NPE formation has turned negative. Liquidity is improving every day. This year we have a return of 10 billion euros of deposit in the system. 
We have 23 billion euros outstanding repos with international banks, meaning that credit lines are opening up every day. And we have reduced dependency on the euro system to 13 billion euros from 86 billion euros in the summer of 2015. Um, but um, I would say uh, there are eight challenges still remaining. Uh, one, number one, we have no restore full access to the capital markets, the unsecured markets. Number two, uh, despite the reduction, the level of uh, NPEs is unprecedented, 83 billion euros. The banks, if we include the Eurobank deal, have targeted to reduce that to uh, 30 billion euros by the end of 2021. This is a 53 billion euros reduction in three, three years. This is a challenging number. Number three, uh, regulatory and environment, uh, uh, regulatory and uh, supervisory framework is getting more demanding. Capital ratios are tightened up, uh, and and uh, it's not just for Greece, but for European banks, but Greece especially. Number four, we have disruptive technological changes. Even in Greece, the preferences of uh, of clients are changing very rapidly. I would tell you that. Uh, Today, all monetary transactions, 37% of all monetary transactions in Greece go through mobile and internet banking. This is up from 19% uh, only three years ago, and only 23% of total monetary transactions go through the branches. So that's a, that's a major change, requires enormous investment in technology. I estimate that uh, systemic banks in Greece would invest more than a billion euros the next uh, three to three and a half years on uh, technology and technological uh, innovations to deal with the new client shift and preferences. Number five, more intense competition everywhere, especially in the area of asset management, payment, private banking, brokerage, uh, debt market capital raising. Um, number six, we have a stagnation in business development, unfortunately. Top-line revenues uh, do not grow. On the contrary, in some occasions, they go down. This is a medium-term medium threat uh, for the future viability of the banks. Number seven, capital controls have been relaxed but not fully lifted. And number eight, uh, stagnation in business and technological changes require substantial streamlining of cost a substantial cost optimization and cost reduction, and this is a major challenge of, uh, of the banks. Closing, I would say that um, Eurobank with Grivalia deal is a transformational uh, initiative. It shows that there is private solution to certain banking uh, problems. Uh, at the end of the, beyond the technicalities, what Eurobank has announced, which is uh, critical for investors, is that by 2020, uh, it would deliver a rate of return on equity above 10%, that the cost of risk would be around 1% from 1.8, that is today, would deliver around 500 million euros of net profitability. And by 2021, the uh, NPEs to total loans would go down below 10% to a single digit. So effectively, Eurobank by 2001, with the transformative initiatives that have been initiated by uh, shareholders and management of Eurobank Agrivalia would be uh, returning to a regular uh, market performance. Thank you. Thank you, Nikos. Moving to, to, to Paul. Paul, some initial comments. Uh, thank you very much. 
you're asking the same question to four bankers, and I hope you don't expect four different answers. So there's <laughs> going to be some repetition. Um, and I pity Christos <laughs> at the end. All right. Uh, there's been a lot of progress, but a lot more needs to be done. I think sums it up. What is the progress? Clearly, banks do well when the macroeconomy does well, and I think everyone recognizes that the Greek macroeconomy, after a long recession, is picking up some speed. Em employment is down 2%. Uh, employment is up 2% per year. GDP growth is around 2% per year. Uh, we have met the fiscal targets and can no, no longer face fiscal headwinds, uh, and, uh, and monetary conditions are, are loosening. So all, all is looking relatively more positive uh, from a uh, macro perspective with a caveat of the European headwinds which, which we meet, Greece may be coming out of a cycle when Europe seems to be turning in its own. Liquidity was also already mentioned. It is no longer one of the top problems of Greek banks uh, with a few billion dollars left of exposure to ELA which should be eliminated in the next couple of months, deposit inflows, uh, and access to certainly the collateralized repo market. We haven't yet had access to the, uh, to the, un the unsecuritized market. Demand for loans is picking up, starting with the larger firms, the more stable firms, the firms with uh, export orientation. There's some, some beginning of demand, seed life in the, in the demand for SMEs, and certainly consumer loans after many years of non-purchases of white goods, cars, and black goods, we're seeing life in, 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 those, in those segments as well. Mortgage market is the one that's still moribund, but still with uh, prices, uh, as, uh, as the previous speaker mentioned, going up 3%, we should, we should hopefully start seeing some interest in, in real estate. Corporate governance has improved tremendously in the Greek banking system. I don't think anyone can uh, dis can uh, compare corporate governance now versus uh, pre-crisis. Uh, morning trustees, the HFSF, I had to mention the HFSF because it's in the room and it's our shareholder. Uh, and uh, so I think, and, and the independent boards, which are clear uh, signs of improvement. Finally, uh, we need to go to the challenges. Here the challenges are clearly asset quality. And here the one question is how quickly we should reduce and speed on the other hand, leads to higher cost. So the quicker we do it, the more expensive it will be. And here there's a, there's a trade-off, and clearly uh, the speed at which the macroeconomy changes is important. The institutional framework is important. Uh, and, it, and asset quality affects both profitability and affects capital. Pre-provision income is relatively okay but the cost of risk is still high for the system as a whole. There are variances among banks. So I, I, I'm sure there'll be lots of questions asked the quality. I'll leave it at that. Regulations, this is pan-European, MREL is coming, uh, the addendum, which affects high NP banks is coming. These are also important challenges. They're not immediate, but they're down there three years down from the road. Finally, uh, we have all the legacy issues. And all, as all European banks, we have the new digital challenges which we need to think of how we're going to face. And that's a whole new chapter, and I'll leave that for the, uh, for the discussion. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. So, Christo, same question, probably different answer, different strategy, or different view. 
Well, I'll, I'll um, uh, point out uh, a few of uh, the most important uh, things as, as I see them uh, as far as the Greek banking system is concerned. And number one is governance. Uh, there is no doubt that uh, the, the governance has improved tremendously. The quality of the boards, both uh, in terms of uh, individuals sitting in the boards, but also the level of dialogue that uh, goes almost uh, uh, on, on, on a, uh, one week every, every uh, four weeks in a month is uh, unprecedented and uh, of course uh, the level of scrutiny uh, by the boards uh, to the uh, members of management which is a, a very welcome thing is, is also something that uh, has, never, uh, has never been uh, ever before in the Greek banking system and this can only be a very good thing. Uh, so governance, I think we tick the box uh, as, uh, as a banking system that made uh, significant progress uh, in, in Europe. The second thing that I, I think it's, it's important uh, uh, and, and, and a differentiation of, of uh, things that have not happened in, in the past uh, is the development of a secondary market for uh, NPLs and NPEs. Uh, I dare say that the most uh, interesting in terms of investor interest asset class in uh, the Greek market these days is the NPL market. We have had significant transactions already happening. The one that we led uh, 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 this, this year uh, selling one and a half billion NPEs to Bain Capital. Uh, another transaction that um, uh, Alpha Bank uh, is, is, has done with, uh, with Apollo, and uh, uh, many more uh, smaller transactions at uh, you know, very decent valuations that indicate that there is significant uh, investor interest uh, for the NPL market, and uh, also investors are prepared to pay uh, very, uh, very, very good prices. Uh, this, this can only be very helpful uh, in uh, addressing the issue uh, of NPLs, which uh, I agree is, uh, you know, the biggest, uh, the biggest issue of all. Liquidity uh, is, uh, is not an issue. Uh, it, it is, uh, the whole system is at 98% uh, 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 loan to deposit ratio, so there is room uh, uh, there is room for growth, uh, and actually for the first time this year, we have seen credit growth in a number of areas. Hospitality uh, and uh, hotel business is one where we have seen credit growth for in 2018. Manufacturing, industrial services, and of course, uh, the agribusiness. So, it looks like that, uh, uh, you know, we are moving to the right direction as a system uh, and banks individually. We have to address the, the issue of, of uh, a big burden of NPLs into the uh, portfolio uh, of, of each bank and, uh, and the system in general. Uh, however, all banks have their own uh, ways of managing their MPEs. 
and uh, these have been uh, widely discussed and publicized and uh, scrutinized by investors. And there are uh, two systemic solutions that are being discussed right now, one a little bit more ahead uh, 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 from the other in terms of uh, timing of implementation. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if both of them were uh, in implementation mode by the end of the year, helping significantly the banks reduce their NPE burdens in an accelerated way. Thank you very much, Christo. Uh, come to the regulator. Francesco, a comment from, uh, from your side on how you view the current state of, 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 the, of the Greek banking system and what are the current priorities, if you like, and focus of the regulator vis-à-vis -vis the Greek banks, the four the Greek, the four Greek systemic banks? Um, it's working. It's working? Okay. Oh, sorry. It's, um, <coughs> uh, thanks uh, for turning to me. Just um, as a way of introduction, I work in the ECB, but I work on the, if you like, on the macroeconomic part. Uh. Mm -hmm. So more than any regulator, I'm a, a macroeconomist. Uh, and uh, I've been working on Greece, of course, for almost three years as yep. a chief uh, uh, for the program in the post-program period. So I, I prefer to have a view which is a bit a, a, bit a macro. Mm -hmm. uh, a macro view. Is it okay? Which, which, is, oh. which is a good view, though. A very interesting view. Is it okay? Okay. So, after uh, this qualification that may have been lost. Now, what I want to say is that um, looking forward, it's important, as it was said in the previous panel, that um, the banks uh, uh, return to their role of supporting uh, the Greek uh, economy, uh, for which uh, few conditions need to be, to be met. Uh, first of all, I agree with the previous speaker that uh, there were... Uh, positive development over the past uh, few years uh, in a number of directions. Uh, for example, the, the banks now are stabilizing uh, the balance sheet. Uh, we have seen a, re a return of deposit, uh, not extraordinary, but still, uh, uh, after the big losses in 2015, this is very positive. And I have to say, with this modest increase in deposit, with the big associated with the big deleveraging that has been taking place in Greece, now uh, banks are basically out of ELA, of emergency liquidity assistance, which is very good, but also signal that uh, this deleveraging has taken place. So the, the, the size of the balance sheet is much, is much smaller. So going uh, forward, what do we need to see for having the banks uh, really uh, supporting uh, supporting growth. First of all, uh, as ha having a work on this, uh, in this area for some time, it's very, the, in the institutional framework is essential to have a sound institutional framework. As a uh, previous speaker have said, uh, we, we have seen a number of improvements uh, for what concern uh, the capacity to repossess uh, collateral, to sell loans, um, and so on. It's important that we, however, that further progress is made in this area. What uh, uh, we, don't, we always repeat as ECB at all level is that the judiciary, the efficiency of the judiciary is essential. 
On this, uh, we have still, uh, we still see a situation in which uh, a case which, uh, of, of if you enter the, 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 the so-called Cazzelli framework, it takes years before the, 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 the cases are finally adjudicated. So this is an area in which the, we expect uh, a big improvement uh, uh, to take place. And for example, we would like to see the, 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 the people, the, the number of cases uh, related to insolvency to go down to zero in, uh, in a couple of years. Now they are 140,000. So this would be a signal of a functioning uh, judicial system. Also, no new initiative. We advocate not to have a new initiative to go backward. For example, in, in, in theory, as a condition uh, of the MOU and uh, the exiting of the program, there was this, uh, uh, if you like, uh, extinguish the, the, the protection of primary should be extinguished at the end of the year. So, new initiative that could improve the um, the functioning, the restructuring of, uh, of loans are welcome. Initiative like an extension of the protection as it is now would run against uh, this trend of an improvement in the, in the framework. Governance, uh, it was mentioned, it is important uh, to preserve the improvement in, the, in governance. Another issue that I'd like to, um, to say is a, a second element which is fundamental is the capacity of the banks uh, to generate income. Uh, otherwise, uh, the, uh, the, 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 if you like, lending cannot be supported uh, in the long term. As I said, this is very challenging. It was also mentioned by other speakers because uh, the banks uh, had a cost structure which uh, was commensurate to a level of balance sheet, uh, which was 40% higher than it is now. In a few years, the bank has lost 40% uh, uh, of their size. Uh, therefore, they need to adapt uh, the, how they make business in order to be as efficient as possible and to be able to continue to generate income to support the expansion of credit. Finally, and uh, um, I'd like to, to stress uh, if there is a need, uh, the, the importance to uh, reduce uh, non-performing exposure. It was mentioned by all previous speakers. This is uh, fundamental if you want to normalize the, the balance sheet uh, of the banks. Uh, it is for a number of reasons. In terms of risk that the banks are, uh, uh, are facing, uh, they have to reduce the, the, the risk in their balance sheet. Uh, in terms of uh, effort that are put uh, toward the management of a non-performing loan rather than uh, generating new income. So for all these reasons, this is something on which uh, all effort of banks uh, uh, should be uh, should be devoted. I, I, I'd like also to remember that uh, this very high le level of uh, credit risk, this cost structure, is imposing a, a cost on the Greek economy because the spread, uh, lending spread, are quite high. In case it's still uh, around uh, two percentage point higher than uh, in the average of the euro area for at least for enterprises, which is justified by probably by what I said, credit risk. Uh, and a, a cost structure that has not yet adapted uh, to a new environment. I would stop here. Thank you very much, Francesco. Julien, a bit more provocative question to you, provocative for the four representatives of the banks. There is a lot of speculation, if you like, currently, or rumors, about further consolidation of the Greek banking system. As an M&A person, 
do you believe that this is something that we could be expecting, should we be, should we ex be expecting, or something which doesn't make any sense? Okay, so that's uh, that's quite a provocative question. Um, I'll try to uh, not to go too much offline. I think, look, consolidation um, has to serve a purpose, right? And as we all know, the main issue of the Greek banks is how to deal with NPLs and NPEs, right? So. In a way, consolidation makes sense if it helps solve your problem. And so, you know, without making any speculation, everyone has to think about, you know, if you think about consolidation, what are the current problems of the bank? Um, if you look at capital, uh, the banks are adequately capitalized, as, you know, we've, we, we've seen. Uh, liquidity has been much improved, uh, and profitability is you know, better because there's been a significant effort made on cost, but profitability is also used to deal some of the legacy issues in terms of NPLs and NPEs. So one of the things to think about about consolidation is can you further improve the cost base of the banks, which in a way could effectively improve profitability and ability to deal with, you know, legacy issues. I think that's one angle. Uh, and secondly, you know, does it help you deal with NPLs and NPEs? And I think it's not, uh, I think the cost point you, you can debate and, you know, you can always, uh, you can always manage costs better, um, you know, in a more consolidated market. And, you know, that's true in every economy. In terms of NPLs and NPEs, I think the question is not a question of consolidation. It's more a question of um, overall how you deal with the issues of the system. And we, we all know there's, you know, about uh, 88 billion of, uh, of NPLs. If you look at the four systemic banks, you've got 46 billions of provision against it. So a bit more than 52%. Uh, um, and so you've got, uh, you've got a net number of, of 42 billion. And in front of that, you've got to think about, you know, the cumulative excess of capital that the banks currently have uh, is about five, uh, 5 billion, and if you look at run rate profitability, let's say by the end of 2020, it's another probably 2.5 billion, more or less. I mean, you can have your own estimates, everybody would have their own estimates. So effectively, you've got 7 billion of, of buffer uh, versus, you know, 42 billion of net loan, which is, you know, 16, 17%, which, you know, is additional money that you could use against what is already booked on balance sheet. And so you've, you've got to think about does consolidation help you in that sense uh, to reduce your NPs exposure? Because the reality today, we all, you know, the banks have gone through three rounds of, um, of recapitalization. Everybody can look at the share prices where they are. There's diverging performance between the banks, but overall, I don't think you know uh, the value. Anybody would be satisfied by the valuation levels we see today. And, and the main issue is what's the run rate profitability and what's the the way forward in terms of NPLs and and, and NPEs. And so as. As the Minister of Finance said uh, during lunch, I think the key is how you support the banks uh, to, uh, to deal with the NPRs and NPs, and I think in a way it's probably more important at this point than consolidation uh, would, be, uh, would be my view. Thank you very much. Uh, Artemi, we, we, we are experiencing in the last year or so a gradual lifting of, of the capital controls, a relaxation if you like. How do you view the deposits? I mean, 
What is the evolution of the deposits following this relaxation of the capital controls? Is some, is, is, are we, is that, are deteriorating? Are we improving? Are we more or less the same? Okay, there's good news and bad news, but it's, it's mainly good news, meaning that, <coughs> as you know, the, there are no restrictions on cash any longer. The, the last ones were lifted a couple of months ago. There's no outflow of cash at all. Uh, as a matter of fact, the system uh, has uh, received a lot of inflows since the beginning of the year in the order of a few billion. Uh, this is a little bit less pronounced in the last quarter because the last quarter has a lot of tax that have to be paid. It was very pronounced in the third quarter because of the good tourism season. Um, so deposits are coming in. The cost of deposits is low. Uh, marginal cost is about 60 to 65 basis points. There's no problem there. The, there's a side effect, however, which is not positive, uh, which is the fact that now that cash is, is freely available, um, there's an additional enablement of, of the fact that uh, there's a black economy uh, which uh, operates entirely with cash. Uh, as a matter of fact, what we have seen is that in, in the last few years, um, the, the economy has been sort of split. There's a part that has gone much more into the main uh, bank-based system, meaning people that, that use large corporations, the supermarket, the, the gas station and everything. And there's another part of the economy which because of the high taxation and the high social security costs, which are prohibitive, let's face it, for small corporations, uh, it has gone entirely black. Now that cash is free, uh, that part is thriving. Mm. Nico, uh, I think everyone mentioned that there is a need to increase profitability in the banking sector. And in the last years, we have seen serious efforts from the Greek banks to address the cost structures. Uh, at this stage, do you see any further opportunities for cost containment or the efforts to increase profitability should be focusing more on the top line? Um, I believe it has to be a combination of, uh, of both. Um, we are facing for years uh, very sluggish demand I would say that, um, for, for example, today, this year, the applications for mortgages for the full banking system runs 100 applications per day. In 2015, it was down to 60 applications per day. And before the crisis, we had 1,200 applications per day. So we had a 90% roughly reduction in the demand for, for mortgages in, uh, in the market. Something similar in terms of percentages apply in the consumer credit. So to develop the business, of course, we need to see a further development and growth of credit demand. This is related to investment revival. This is related to growth recovery. This is related to better investment and growth climate. This is um, related to to uh, putting the economy on a steeper growth path. This is key for developing the business. On the other hand, competition is, um, is intensified. Look at the payment markets. is one area that uh, banks after PSD2 would face significant competition from uh, third-party providers. And so technology and um, slow growth of business 
demand the substantial reorganization of the of the and change of the business front and back models to meet the new the new challenges that requires also a reduction of costs but also repositioning the bank in the new environment so i anticipate further closing down of branches um, and uh, redeployment of resources into different tasks within the bank to service the new business model, which is more digital, more automation, more artificial inter intelligence oriented, following the, the steps of other uh, major banks that have uh, quite successful uh, uh, development in this, uh, in, this, uh, in this area. So to make the long story short, we have to work on both revenues and cost uh, reduction to meet the profitability challenge uh, of the banks. But at the end of the day, if the cost of risk goes from 2% um, to 1%, you could add a few billions of profitability. So the key driver of profitability remains the reduction of the cost of risk mm -hmm. that banks have to take to deal with the NP, NPL problem. Yeah. Thank you. Christo, talking about uh, increasing revenues, increasing top line, what is the view about the most profitable probably business that, that the bank can attract? Which sectors of the economy? Uh, or which types of, of loans, if you like, uh, you'll be focusing on to, to increase your, your top line? Well, uh, all, uh, you know, the Greek market is, uh, is, is, a, is a market that, as we all know, has uh, gone through uh, an unprecedented uh, uh, destruction on uh, the GDP. Uh, we are now on a growth trajectory, and uh, a lot of the uh, enterprises that have survived, they are in, 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 uh, in, in, a, in a pretty healthy uh, uh, stage, the, the, the ones that are on, uh, on, on a healthy uh, record of, of operation. So we see a, a large number of, uh, of companies uh, being uh, able to be financed uh, by the system, uh, and, and that, is, uh, that is extremely important uh, for the banks. The, the Athens uh, International Airport, the extension of the concession is, is uh, is a very good example of uh, a, 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 a transaction where uh, two out of the four banks provided all the financing or all the bank financing for, uh, uh, for what uh, is uh, quite a big uh, uh, transaction uh, in that regard, uh, 660 million out of a billion 100. So on large corporate, uh, there is significant, um, uh, significant uh, transaction activity and competition for that matter. But uh, what is quite interesting is, uh, is the SME market in Greece. Uh, the uh, small medium enterprises, and there are a lot uh, that are evolving in, in, uh, in the Greek economy, are a very interesting segment for growth. Uh, there, is a, uh, there is a lot of activity there that the banks are focusing, and uh, uh, this, is, uh, uh, this is also a, a, an area of, of competition as well. Uh, 
but also an area of growth. And, and as we all know, uh, especially in Greece, uh, they are the main contributors, the SMEs, in reducing the unemployment rate uh, once uh, they grow uh, healthily. Now, uh, there is a lot of uh, improvements uh, in, the, uh, in the capacity to create revenue from technology, uh, digital banking, uh, the, the ability of the banks uh, to do a, a lot more electronically. So that is another area of, uh, of improvement. Uh, and as far as sectors is concern, are concerned, Hospitality is, is an area where we have seen uh, uh, growth uh, uh, the last few years. Uh, infrastructure projects, uh, there are uh, uh, a number like the one I mentioned, but others as well. Motorways, uh, uh, new airports being built and, and, and so on. There is uh, the agribusiness which um, uh, we shouldn't underestimate its potential, both uh, as an export business as well, uh, but also in, in, in uh, creating value added uh, uh, throughout uh, the cycle. And, uh, and these are the areas where uh, 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 banks are focusing in order to increase their top line. Thank you very much. Talking about digital and a new technologies, Paul, uh, what are the risks and the opportunities you see for uh, the National Bank of Greece from, from uh, the development, if you like, of the digital uh, technology? Okay, let me, let me start with the easier part of the question, which is the, the opportunities. Clearly, digital provides a way for reducing costs, okay, and there, and there are two significant, two significant ways that can happen. One is automating back office processes from the front line all the way back to the back office uh, such that there is less need for, uh, for uh, human touch and therefore that both improves efficiency uh, and is, uh, can help us meet our cost challenges. So that, that's the relatively easier aspect of it. Second, uh, digital uh, is a demand by customers to shift their transactions away from branches and onto alternative channels, digital, mobile, uh, mobile uh, internet, et cetera. So we will need less people in the branches doing simple transaction work. In, in the future, all simple transaction work will be done basically from one's mobile. And the branches will be there to sell advisory services for uh, how to, when you should lend, what you should lend, how you should invest, uh, et cetera. That's the easy part of the question. The challenges is that you have, due to regulation, PSD2 to be specific, uh, challenges can come and take our data, can take our clients' data, <coughs> and that robs us of a lot of information, and they can be offering services and just giving us the, the tell us, okay, I want you to transfer this, this bulk of money from here to here, <coughs> and we have no idea what it's for. So we've lost touch with the, with the client. Th this is the disaster scenario for, for banks, not just in Greece, throughout the world. Now, where the digital challengers, how successful they will be, 
is unknown. We know that in, in some countries in the world, they're moving very rapidly, mostly on the, on the offering of, uh, of transaction services or, uh, or, or information services, portfolio, uh, uh, e-wallets, et cetera. But uh, they are a huge risk. If we lose the touch with our customer, then we'll just be doing simple transactions and, and nothing else. <coughs> so uh, the threat is, is, is massive. It can change the whole banking industry in, and quite rapidly. Things are changing very quickly in, in, the, in the IT field. Uh, where it will go, I'm not sure. Uh, and at some point, I guess the regulator will also be playing a role, which right now it seems not, not to. So maybe, maybe there will be uh, some, some, a, a bit of a break from the, from the regulator on this. But it's uh, for Greek banks, as I said in my introductory remarks, that have all the legacy issues, they also cannot allow this, uh, this threat to be uh, unchallenged. We have to think of how we're going to deal with it now, unfortunately. Thanks so much. Mindful of time, I had another question, but it's better to, to give you know, the opportunity to the floor for any questions you may have. Hello, my name is uh, Dr. Louisa Patsis. I just came back from Greece and I had experiences with three banks, Ethniki, Eurobank, and Piraeus. So far, Ethniki has been the best. But in trying to get family money, it's a crazy amount of bureaucracy just to get family money. And I have to take another trip just for Eurobank especially. And it's beyond protection. There's a lot of bureaucracy and I'm wondering how people could invest and have hundreds of people in a company when it's so difficult for an individual to just get their money out of the bank sometimes. Who wants to pick up this? Follow exactly <laughs> what was your problem, but. Um. <laughs> well, my biggest one was with Eurobank. I'm, I'm trying to. Had a the lot of bureaucracy, just, uh, a lot of this paper, that paper, go to the proxenio, telling old people to go, no empathy. If it's so difficult for one person to get their family money from the bank, how are people supposed to conduct business? with bureaucracy that's just insane. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I could not, I don't understand what side of transactions you are involved that you had difficulties, so I cannot really, I'm sorry, I cannot comment on it. Uh, we still have capital controls as far as um, transferring money out of the country. Don't forget that. We still uh, applying new stricter regulation for money laundering and knowing your client policies, which are every day are getting tougher and tighter. So, um, I'm not sure what, you, what was your problem, so I could not really um, uh, answer it. I don't know the nature of the transaction. I hope next time we have better service. <laughs> Why don't you help? Why do you go help? What? Any other question? Yes? Uh, I'll start with saying that I don't consider NBG a, a, a state bank. We are a bank whose capital is held by the HFSF, but the state has absolutely no influence in how we work. I echo, I echo Paul uh, Milonas. 
uh, on this. Uh, you know, we have uh, HFSF as a shareholder, uh, participates in, in the board. It, it follows uh, good governance uh, 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 rules. And uh, as, as we said, uh, governance in, in uh, Greek banking is uh, at, at a very, very satisfactory level. So we, we do not consider ourselves uh, state banks. We are uh, listed on uh, the Athens Stock Exchange. Uh, liquidity is not great uh, in Athens these days, but uh, uh, we are uh, private banks that, uh, uh, you know, are doing the best to uh, finance the economy and tackle their problems. I think we're out of time. Sir. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Awesome.